You've left church. Maybe you've left the faith altogether. Let's talk about why. Live the Bible, a Biblicist podcast. Why do people leave the church? Why do people leave their faith? Leave Christianity? First, you have to kind of make a very specific difference. You have people that leave organized church. They haven't left Jesus. They haven't left Christianity. This leave the local organized church. And then you have others that have doubts about their faith who have for now seemingly said, you know, I don't know if I believe in Jesus anymore. I don't know if I believe in the faith. So you have these two different groups of people. And in my experience, in my church experience, what I've seen, I've seen both. And why is that? Well, Scripture does seem to have like a very straightforward answer in, in saying that if someone leaves the faith, they were never truly in the faith. Which that's a tough message. And some people don't like that, saying, no, I was a real Christian and found out that it was fake. Well, Scripture says that, no, you just didn't know Jesus. Which I would agree with that because it's Scripture, so obviously I agree with it. But it's like, you get if you get hit by something as big as Jesus, you don't walk away and say, oh, no, that wasn't real. It's not possible. But there's a difference between that and someone who's gotten disenfranchised with the church, the organized church. Part of that is because there's some really messed up churches. Churches that haven't taken the time to repent. Churches that don't look at their fellow believers the way that they're supposed to. Churches that have some kind of pyramid hierarchy in them instead of realizing that we're all one in Christ. Some people have had really, really bad experiences in the local church. And I'm really sorry to hear that. Back to those that have left the faith. I've, I've seen people, they've put all their stock, all of their eggs in the same basket of certain church leaders um, or in a certain denomination or in a certain circle or a group of people. And when people in that community sin or fall or make really big mistakes, some people all of a sudden walk away from the faith which tells me that their faith wasn't in Jesus, their faith wasn't in his word, their faith was in people that supposedly followed Jesus. And when they stopped following him, all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, it must be fake then, because I thought that they, they were better than that, or I thought that they were authentic, which just proved that you weren't authentic in the first place. Because the church is so much bigger than personalities or people, or uh, it's, it's about Jesus. Jesus is the core of Christianity. He's supposed to be our joy, our fullness, our everything. And if he's not, um, then we'll soon find out when the rubber meets the road. Because no church is perfect, no person is perfect, no denomination is perfect. It doesn't exist. Now, I know here in recent times, we've been seeing it in the headlines of different famous uh, Christian singers or people like that who say they've left Christianity, they've left, uh, they've left the faith, they don't believe in God anymore, they're agnostic, 
um, or they're not really sure where they're at uh, in regards to Christianity anymore. Um, and, you know, um, some people find that to be really discouraging, and I can understand why. Um, but how I see that is it's a good place for them to be in the sense of being honest with, with where they're at. Um, it's good that they're not pretending to still be a Christian. Um, they could have done that and um, kept singing Christian music and still trying to to tour or doing different things like that and like and not be honest about their age. So it's a good point for them to be at, to be honest about where they're at with their faith, hopefully so they can come to faith, hopefully so they can come to the truth of Jesus Christ. Um, and so I want to encourage you out there, like if you're struggling with your faith, don't pretend not to be. Be honest if you're agnostic. Be honest if you think that Jesus might not be true. Be, be honest if you think that this is all uh, fake or just some some churchy religious thing. It's not really history. Be honest with that because if you're not honest about it, you can't uh, seek for the truth authentically and you can't find uh, help on your journey with that. Um, and so I think that's a good place for people to be. Um, if you're not honest about where you're at, then you can't get anywhere. Um, you know, it's like the cliche joke of the husband that won't ask for directions. Um, he first has to be honest that he's lost, and some guys apparently don't like to do that. Um, and so that's the same case with someone that is has apparently how they would put it, they've lost their faith, or they use like the terminology like you know deconstruction of faith or all that. Um, and there's a lot of people, uh, even not just singers and musicians that we've heard recently, but YouTubers along the whole lines of people that have questions about their faith. And so it's important that you can be honest about that so you can get um, help, so you can find out where you are on your journey uh, with Jesus. Um, too many people in the church and outside of Christianity are not honest with where they're at in their beliefs. They're not honest with the sin that they're struggling with. They're not honest with their struggles. Um, and so um, we, it's a good thing for people to be honest about that. It's not a bad thing for people to be honest uh, about where they are in their faith. And so while it is discouraging to see someone who once professed Christ to then say they're not sure anymore— that might be discouraging, but that's good for them to be honest about it. So hopefully they can become a genuine believer. Um, so hopefully they can be uh, restored to the faith. And I just hope that that, uh, that, uh, that would be a, a good thing. Um, and so that's what I encourage you to. Like, maybe, maybe, maybe you need to ask yourself, like, am I being honest with myself? Where, am I, where I'm at? Um, am I sincere in my faith? Am I genuine in my belief? Um, do I sincerely believe, um, or is this just something I believe because my parents believed it, or because this is what I grew up with, versus this is my life, Jesus is is life. And so that's an important understanding of people who have left the faith, um, is that they do that so they can know, and so we can know that they weren't in it, and hopefully um, this will be a good step in their journey of finding truth for themselves and not just because it was passed down to them. And that's a lot of what we're seeing is people who had a corrupt view of the gospel, a corrupt view of doctrine, a corrupt view of the church. Um, and so some of people are just walking away from that, and I'm hoping that after they clear all the mess away, that they will find uh, Jesus right there 
uh, in the midst of it. Well, maybe you are a believer, or maybe you've gotten reconnected with your faith, and you're scared of the local church, you're scared of the local body, and I totally get it. Especially in the culture that I understand, Western culture of church, like, we're kind of weird about it, and there's, there can be cliques in church, and there can be the idea of you have to look a certain way or act a certain way. Um, when in reality, we really need people to be authentic in church community together. Which means church leaders need to be honest that they have sin problems too. Which means people who've been in church for 40 years have sin problems too. That the, that the sin you've been able to overcome in your life is by the grace of God, not because you just have such great commitment and you're an amazing person, but no, it's because you're broken and Jesus has changed you. There's a big problem if there isn't room for broken people in the church. Why is that a problem? Well, Jesus talked about this, like, if you don't realize you're broken, then you can't realize, you don't realize that you need Jesus. So if you miss that, then you might be missing Jesus. I've had these conversations before with, in the past, in churches, with pastors who have said things to me like, yeah, if that person has that problem, then we just don't want them here then. What? As if the problems that you have aren't as big as the problems that they have? That they don't need the kind of grace that you have received? I'm not saying we don't talk about sin and deal with sin. We do. But for any of us to say that we, we don't have sin, the Bible says in 1 John that you don't know God if you don't think that you have any sin. The problem is many times in the church we want to receive grace, but we don't want to give grace out. We can't just receive the blessings that we see in Scripture and not want to live them out. If we don't have time for broken people, then that's because we don't realize that we're broken too. If we're not giving grace and mercy and hope to people, maybe it's because we don't realize that we need grace, mercy, and hope. We can't just pretend to be the church. It's not a game. See, some of us think that because we go to the organized structural events and meetings, so like we, we go to church on Sunday, or we go to our Wednesday night group, or our Sunday night group, or we go to our small group, or whatever format that your church has, and we think, see, I'm doing church because I'm attending things. But where in the Bible is church an attendance thing. Yeah, the church gathered. It's an important part of the church to gather together. 
but why did they gather? It's something that the church does. It's not what the church is. It's something the church does. And if your identity is wrapped up in the gathering and not in Christ, you're going to miss a lot of things here. And then in the gathering, you're supposed to be edifying and challenging and using your gifts in the gathering. But if you're just coming to have someone else use their gifts, but you not use yours in the church, then you're not living on mission either. Like, We can talk about we can talk about living the Bible, but are we living it? Just expecting just some other people to do the church stuff and I already said this in this comment. The problem is what you have is in churches with low accountability or low expectations you see the, ch the church isn't like this it's not like okay here's the leaders in the church and here's some other important people in the church and then here's the attenders down here no 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 there's christ who is the chief cornerstone and then here's everybody and you have people that are gifted differently and you have people that have different roles in the church but it's a straight line the apostle paul he never Never did he abuse, never did he abuse his authority. He didn't use his role as an apostle to lord over people's faith, but rather to be a helper of their joy. He was sincerely preaching Christ, sincerely talking about sin in the church that people might get restored, that they might repent and have, find forgiveness and love. It wasn't to lord over their faith, it was to encourage them, to help them to find their joy in Jesus. He was afraid that people would misunderstand where he's coming from. And often he would say, I'm nobody. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I'm just able to serve you because of what God has done in my life on the road to Damascus when things just, everything changed for me. And but maybe you got turned off with church because the leaders, they were always right, never made any mistakes. Maybe they were lords over your faith instead of helpers of your joy. Maybe they were quick to call out the sin in your life but were not quick to repent of sin in their own lives or to not call it the sin in someone else's life who was even more predominant in the church, but because they were so-and-so or a bigger giver in the church or then we can let that one slide. Once again, I understand if you, if you've been in the church and you've experienced horrendous things, terrible things, abuse in the leadership of the church. We need to call it out. We need to call it sin. We need to call people to repent. But also, don't forget that that does not represent Jesus. Leaders may have forsaken you and forsaken their calling and forsaken scripture, but Jesus hasn't forsaken you, and Jesus doesn't change. Jesus loves you. So I need your help. 
um, if you could, please, in the comments um, or email. You can email me at thebiblicistpodcast at gmail.com um, or message me through our Facebook page, The Biblicist Podcast, or message me on Instagram, The Biblicist Podcast Instagram page. You have multiple ways that you can reach out to The Biblicist Podcast, reach out to me. If you currently are a listener on this show, but you're not a part of a local church, I want you to reach out to me and please tell me why you're not. Um, just lay it out there for me. You're very much genuine reasons of why you have not walked back into a church setting. Um, you can be real, you can be brutal, you can be honest uh, with me on that. Or maybe you have a story of why you left and how God has brought you back into a local assembly. And I would like you to tell me those stories as well. Maybe you took a, a break, if you will, for a while, and now God is having you back into a local assembly. Whatever that story might be, whether you're currently still not in or whether that you're coming back uh, into services. Now, please share with me those journeys, those adventures that you're on. Um, and because I want you to understand that I understand I understand why there's frustrations with the church. I understand. And I am for you. I'm not against you. If I can be an encouragement, if I can be a blessing to you in any way, I'm serious. Please reach out. I want to help and be an encouragement to you. I want to be a helper of your joy. I promise that whatever you share with me will be kept private. Whatever you share with me won't be so I can just, you know, beat you over the head and say, hey, well, this is why you should be back in church because da 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 No, I want to listen. I want to understand. I want to encourage you. I want to pray for you. I want to ask you guys to pray for me. And I want to be able to encourage and help in any way that I can. And, and I do hope and encourage that, that one day, if you're currently out of, out, of, out of church, that you can get back in with a local body of believers. I really hope that you can get there. But until you do get there. I want you to know that I'm here for you. I'm here to encourage you, challenge you in the Lord, challenge you in the word, and that I'm for you. Um, God loves you, and I'm sorry that you've been mistreated. I'm sorry that you've been forsaken. I'm sorry that you've had a really bad church experience. Um, and and as far as my knowledge is concerned, I don't think that I've been a, a part of people, someone's bad experience in church. I hope that's true. As far as I know, I haven't been a part of the problem of, of someone having a bad church experience. But um, regardless, I want to be a part of the solution. I want to be a part of the solution in helping you who has been mistreated by the church, misunderstood by the church. That if you're a believer, 
you are a part of the body of Christ. You're a part of the church at large, regardless if you're currently in a local assembly or not. You're still part of the church and you're loved. And I want to be an encouragement to you in any way that I can. So seriously, reach out. But hey, I'm listening. I'm here. I want to be encouragement to you.